Well, last Sunday evening we uh, talked about Cain and disproving uh, a teaching. There's a teaching that said that uh, the Antichrist was going to be uh, the seed of Cain. And uh, seems like a good idea and make a good story, but uh, we found that was not true. There's, it would be impossible. Well, you'd have to to tear a lot of scriptures out of the Bible to hold to that, that, that the uh, Cain's descendants was going to be of the Antichrist because you can't get them through the flood. The, it's, I know some, this, these, this group that believes that, uh, uh, so strongly that uh, Cain's seed was going to be the Antichrist, they go as far as say, well, the flood wasn't worldwide, and there was these other mountains they could have been on, and so all kind of things. And then what they, what they go to then is uh, they go in there and they'll find uh, Canaan and the Canaanites. And he says, so see, they made it through the flood very well. But if you trace that genealogy back, it goes back to Ham, one of Noah's three sons. So uh, I don't know where Cain's seed ended, but it ended at the flood or, or before. So, but I'd like to talk a little more about Cain. There's still other interesting questions uh, about Cain. So we have Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel. That's four. Cain killed Abel. And people say, well, that leaves three. So then what they come up with, because they say, well, where did Cain take a wife from? Because there was some genealogies of Cain, of course. And they, so then they come up with this doctrine or theory that there had to be another race created before Adam or aliens. Either way, uh, you hear both. Well, there were aliens or God created another race before Adam. So... Because they can't understand a couple things, uh, they come up with this teaching. So we'll try to look at that tonight. So Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, Cain killed Abel, and then Cain went out and took a wife. Where did she come from? Or is there, did God create another race before Adam? Or were they aliens? Uh, so we'll, we'll look at this, but I want to I give uh, a little, I guess it's a brain teaser, to see how our mind sometimes gets locked in. Our mind gets locked in and we just, we can't see anything else. And Jerry Fields gave me this little brain teaser one time, and you people are more intelligent than I, probably won't uh, lock your brains in, but lock mine in. So picture, you know, a, maybe a... a couple hundred years ago, Native American Indians. So picture up on this hill, there's a big Indian standing there, and then there's a little Indian standing beside of it. Now the little Indian is the son of the big Indian, but the big Indian is not the father of the little Indian. How could that be? What would the relationship be? Big Indian Little Indian. The little Indian is the son of the big Indian, 
But the big Indian is not the father of the little Indian. How could that be? And boy, it locked my brain. You said, well, it, it, how, how could, well, the big Indian is the mother. So I don't know if any of you were puzzled uh, by that. But our minds can get locked in and we just can't see or think anything else. So as we, I don't want that to happen to us. As we look at where, where did Cain's wife come from? Or Seth, as far as that goes. So I don't want our mind to get locked in. Well, you know, there was four. Cain killed Abel. There's three. So <laughs> had to be another race. Had to be alien. We don't want our mind to get locked in that way. As some do and come up with a, another uh, doctrine. So let's go to Genesis chapter 4. And we'll read uh, familiar scripture to you back here. Genesis 4, and uh, let's start in, in verse 1. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bore his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel also brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. And of course, there's such good teaching in this as well. That won't be our subject tonight. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very angry, as his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou angry, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt, not, uh, th shalt thou not uh, be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And to thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And again, there's this other teaching in there, which we're just talking about Cain tonight, but there's certainly a very other uh, important teaching in there. The sacrifices that they brought is the key to this. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, Why hast thou done, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy, land, from thy hand? When thou tellest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee its strength. A fugitive and a wanderer Shalt thou be in the earth? And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hidden, and I shall be a fugitive 
and a wanderer in the earth. And it shall come to pass that anyone that findeth me shall slay me. Another question, who's this anyone? So far we read about Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel. Now he's talking about, you know, this punishment is too great. I'll be out there and anyone that findeth me just lay me. Well, who's? Well, it has to be aliens or created race, right? No. No, it doesn't have to be. But, 15, And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever uh, slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. So there are a lot of questions here, and I understand these questions. Uh, but we don't want our mind get locked in to the answer. So there, there are questions. You know, where did Cain take a wife from? And who was he afraid of? He says, I'll be a wonder. Anybody that finds me will slay me. Who? Alien? Uh... Another race created before Adam? And these people, there, there's a, again a falling on this. A lot of people believe that there was another race created before Adam. Why? Because their minds are locked here. That's all they can see. It's a little math problem. Four minus one equals three. Adam, Eve, and now just Cain. So who was he afraid of that would slay him? Where did his wife come from? Their mind is locked in. Four minus one is three. And well, it has to be another race from space. Or God created another race before Adam. So we make these things, but does it hold up with scriptures? Uh, it, it's good questions. Uh, and it's interesting. But is that true? Can we prove that or disprove that by the scriptures? Uh, well, let me throw this in. If there was another race out there, why would Cain be afraid of them? I mean... Another race out there, this is Cain. Why would he be afraid of him? Why would he feel that he was targeted now, that they would hate him, and they would slay him? Why would he, why would he feel that? So here's something. I probably shouldn't bring in this early, but I'll bring it in anyway just to maybe help unlock your minds a little bit. If some of... Cain's and Abel's relatives were out there, I could understand him being afraid. If some of Cain and Abel's and Adam and Eve's relatives were out there, and hey, you're the one that killed Abel. If they were relation, I could understand why Cain would be afraid. Oh, I, this is... They'll, when, they, when they see me, they'll want to kill me. 
if there were some relatives out there, relatives of Abel, let's say, then I could understand why he'd be afraid. But if this is a, a aliens or another completely different race besides of Adam, why would Cain be afraid of that? So that's something else uh, to think on. So was there another race before Adam? And let me just tell you, no. But we'll... Now, the, the challenge on something like this, I can't turn to one scripture that says, uh, no, there was not another race. No, there was not any aliens. Uh, I can't turn to a, a scripture that even shows uh, the uh, genealogies uh, after, after Cain and so forth, or where his Cain's wife. I can't show any genealogies. I mean, read them. So I can't turn to one particular scripture. But what we search for is facts. And then we take these facts and we determine and draw, well, draw a conclusion from these facts. Now, there are facts that 4 minus 1 is 3. That is a fact. But there's more facts to go on in the scriptures than what we read even in Genesis. So what I want, and we will finish this tonight. But what I want us to do, look for certain facts. You say, okay, this is a fact. This is, this is true. This is steadfast. Now, to say there's aliens out there, I can say that. People can say that. But you can't make that factual. Or God created another race before Adam. You can say that, but it's not factual. So we'll look at little, other little facts. And when we put those facts together, we can draw a conclusion. And we can come up with, well, let me say it this way. We'll come up with other possibilities than 4 minus 1 equals 3. We'll come up with some other possibilities. So let's first look at the theory or the, the fact that uh, they built a doctrine on that there was a race created before Adam. And uh, this is what this theory, what, what they go to to continue this theory that uh, the Bible says creation, you know, was the, the first six days. That was creation. And uh, uh, then there was a Sabbath day. So that is a fact. The first six days, there was that which was creation, and then there was a Sabbath. So that is a fact. But then they say, on the eighth day, that God formed Adam. So there was creation the first six days, Sabbath, and then on the eighth day, God uh, formed Adam. And one thing that we want to look at, that they look at, is they put a, a big difference between formed and created. And they also, they take this to say, well, see, there's another race. He created this one in the first six days, and the eighth day he formed Adam. 
So this is some of the things that they go to. Uh, so now Genesis chapter 1. And uh, so that's one of the things we want to look at. Is that, is that true? Is that the six-day creations? And then on the eighth day, he formed Adam and so forth. So Genesis 1 and uh, 26. And again, we're not going to find one scripture. We're going to find some facts. And with those facts, we can draw a conclusion as to the possibility that there is more possibilities than 4 minus 1 equals 3. So Genesis 1 and 26. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree, which is the, and the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you, and it shall be for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein uh, there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good, and the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So they look at this and say, okay, this was, this was a creation he created, and uh, it doesn't mention Adam. So here's where they created a race before Adam. And then in chapter 2 of Genesis, uh, in verse 1, Then the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. And it became, uh, sanctified it because that in it, he rested from all his works, which God created and made. So here, uh, talks about he he created, and then he rested. And what they say is, this was another race. So then in the fourth chapter, or no, fourth verse, chapter 2, fourth verse, And these generations of the heavens and of the earth, when they were created in the day that the Lord made the earth and the heavens... And every plant of the field uh, before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a, a man to till the ground. There was not a man to till the ground. 
But there went up a mist of the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed. Now we read what he created. Now it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put a man whom he had formed. And now to save time, go to verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a, a, a help fit for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed. formed. Now we're talking about forming before created. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, uh, brought them into Adam. So now we have Adam formed to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, uh, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a help fit for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took of his rib, and closed up uh, the flesh thereof, instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. So now we have formed. And what they say is, okay, that first one, God created a race on the sixth days, the rest of the seventh day. On the eighth day, he formed. He formed Adam, formed Eve, formed the animals. This is completely different than what was created. So they say. Why do they say that? Because their mind stuck on 4 minus 1 equals 3. That's why they say that. So what some call facts is God created a race, and that he formed a race, it started with Adam. But is this a fact or is it a doctrine of mankind because his mind is stuck on a simple math problem, 4 minus 1 equals 3? If the scripture teaches a fact, then it's a fact. But if the scriptures teach otherwise, then it's man's doctrine. So the word create in the uh, uh, Hebrew is pronounced something like baral. And it means to create, to make, creator. So when we read about he created, sixth day, created man. So the word create means to create, to make, or creator. And then they say, well, then this, he formed Adam. So he, he formed him. That's a different race than those he created. And the word form, if you just, it, even in, in the uh, Hebrew, it means squeezing into shape, to mold into form, like a potter, or to fashion or form, or, or to make something. So... Even in that, I think we can see something even in just that. Created is one thing. To form, then, is to take this creation and form it. 
And let me just say, he continues to form us in our daily lives. So, uh, uh, but anyway, so even if you look at the words, create and form, but they say, no, he created a race, and then he formed a race that started with Adam. So, was Adam formed or was Adam created? Uh, so, Genesis 2, 7, 8, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed in his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put man whom he had formed. So there we see uh, Adam was formed. But then in Genesis, the fifth chapter, And the first two verses. This is the book of the generation of Adam in the day that God created man. So we read, so we read about created the first six days. And then we read he formed Adam. But now we also see where he created. This is the book of the generation of Adam in the day that God Created man in the likeness of God made him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day in which they were created. So we see the words created and formed both used for Adam and Eve. So to say, well, he created this other race and then he formed Adam doesn't hold up because we read where he formed Adam, we've read where he created Adam. So that just, just doesn't hold up. Uh, the book of Malachi, chapter 2. Malachi is, the, I believe, the last Old Testament scripture. Malachi, chapter 2. Malachi 2 and verse uh, 9 and 10. Therefore have I also made you contemptible and based before all the people according as ye have not kept my ways but have uh, been partial in the law. Have we not all one father? Hath not one God created us. Why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother by profaning the covenant of our fathers? But I want to read this. Have we not all one father? We go back to Adam. If there's another race. We couldn't, we couldn't say that. God, it said God who created. We've read where he created Adam. We've read where he formed Adam. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 12. So again, we just find little bits and pieces of things. Of course, that's what the scripture says as far as knowledge, line upon line, precept upon precept. 
And uh, see, what was I looking for? Ecclesiastes chapter 12. And uh, of course, the writer of Ecclesiastes, Solomon. Ecclesiastes 12 1. Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, uh, nor the years draw near. When thou shalt say, I, I, I have no pleasure in them. So what Solomon says here, remember your creator. So was Adam created or was he formed? And the fact is both. But here uh, we have uh, Israelites saying, remember thy creator. Remember this, this doctrine says that uh, this false doctrine, the teaching says it was created, God created a race on the sixth day and then he formed a race on the eighth day which was Adam. But this certainly was Adam's descendants here which was Solomon. He said remember your creator. He didn't say remember your former, or your you know, one who formed thee, which would have been correct also. But remember your Creator. So Solomon, who was a descendant of Adam, says he was created. So that six-day creation is true, but also when he starts talking about forming, well, we'll get into that, uh, maybe. Isaiah uh, chapter 43. So again, we're just looking for, for little facts that we can put down as facts, not theory, but we'll put these down as facts. Solomon, who was the descendant of Adam, said, remember your creator. He wasn't talking to another race. He was talking to Israelites. Uh, so, let's see. Isaiah 43 and verse 1. But now thus saith the Lord who created thee, O Jacob. Remember this teaching says, created a race on the sixth day formed a different race on the eighth day. And this race that was formed was Adam. But look at this. But now thus saith the Lord who created thee, O Jacob, and who formed thee, O Israel. By the way, Jacob and Israel are the same person. He changed his name from Jacob to Israel. So here we see both of them. But now thus saith the Lord who created thee, O Jacob, and who formed thee, O Israel, so we see both of them used here. So in that theory, one race was created and a different race was formed. Is it fact or is it man's doctrine? It's man's doctrine. It's, it's not true. Now, was Adam created? Yes. Was Adam formed? Yes. But wasn't one race created and Adam's race formed? Both apply to it, and both are correct, but they're not individual, not created a race and formed a race. I know why they want to believe that, because they don't, they're stuck on a math problem, 4 minus 1 equals 3. That's why they want to come up with this. That's the only explanation they came up with. There are other explanations and possibilities. Uh, But we can even see, you know, in, uh, in the beginning, uh, 
that he created the earth. In Genesis 1.1, he created the earth. And in Isaiah 45 and 18, he formed the earth. So we can see created and formed both used for man and even the earth. So the earth was formed, made, established, and created. But it's all the same earth. Uh, Psalms 95 says he formed the dry land. But yet we can read in the sixth day of creation that he created the dry land. So did he create it or did he form it? And the answer is yes. It's the same thing. So they make a big deal. He created this secret race. And then he formed the Adamic race. But we can see even with the earth, he formed the land and he created the land. They make a big deal in those two words. Why? Because they're stuck on the math problem. Four minus one equals three. Uh, we can read, and we won't go back there and do it, but we can read where he formed the animals, and we can read where he created the animals. So did he create a, a whole race of animals, or I don't know if the word race, <laughs> probably not the right terminology, but he, did he create this group of animals? And then he formed another, so we've got a, we've got a, a, a human race created, and then a human race formed that were different. So it's the same thing with animals. He created some, and then he formed some. I didn't hear him touch on that, actually. But uh, So created and formed is man's doctrine. We've read where, uh, yes, it says he created in six days. And we read where he formed Adam. But then we read where some of Adam's uh, genealogies said that, remember, you're creator. So the teaching does not, does not hold. So, so what is it, though? I mean, what, what's going on here? It, it says uh, uh, formed, and it says created. Uh, it seems to be kind of broken up, and it, it does seem to be that way. So first, the Bible gives a very brief description of creation. Those six days, very brief. All creation, and he rested. So creation was done there, and he gives just a very brief discussion, a description of that creation. Then he goes into more detail of that creation and how things progressed. So he says... He created the heaven and the earth and the dry land and all those things. Very brief. And then he begins to go into more detail. When it says he formed them. Not a different race. He's talking about the same thing, but now he's going to give more detail. And I think the problem, well, I don't know what to call it a problem or not. But it's the written word is kind of one-dimensional or, or two-dimensional maybe, or one-dimensional, I guess, would be the way to look at it. 
the, the written word is that it, it is written. And let me give a, a crazy example, I guess. I've used this before. I used to go to Lake Cameron a lot. Love going down there. I haven't been down there for, I think, probably five years. But I love going down there. So let me describe a little of what I experience when I go down there. So I would, if I would write this out, I would write, I saw the lake. I saw the sky. I saw the rocks and the rock cliffs. I saw the boats. I saw the trees. I saw the ducks. I heard the sounds of the wind blowing through the trees. Heard the birds singing. Heard the crows doing their calling. Heard the squirrels chattering. So I could write this in great detail, and you could read it that way. But does that mean, well, the lake was the first thing, and then the sky was created, and then came along the rocks, and then the boats came along, and then the trees grew, and then I, I saw them, and, the, and then the ducks hatched from their eggs, and I saw them, and the wind began to blow through the trees, and next the birds started singing, and next the crows started crowing, and, and after the crows was crowing, then the squirrels started their uh, chatter. No, it all happened at the same time, but I can't write it that way. I write it out like this. But it all, I experience, that's what I experience. So when we look at God writing about his creation, we get a little brief description about the six days of creation and then the rest. And then he goes in to detail, more detail about his creation. But it doesn't mean that well, we had this creation, now we've got another creation. No, just give him more detail. So we'll, we'll try to, to leave with that. I, I know I haven't, if anyone's doubting, I haven't convinced and, and haven't told the whole story. But I hope we disproved that there was a, there, a creation with the race and the animals and the earth and then formed a race which started with Adam and all that. I hope we've, we've got enough facts to say, well, that's, yeah, that's not true. Now, we still have the question. <laughs> it says Cain went out and took a wife. We still have the question, well, where, where did she come from then? Who was Cain afraid of? He said, well, I, I, I've killed Abel. Now if I go out here, they're all going to be after me, and they're going to try to kill me. What would aliens care if he killed Abel? What would this other race that was created, what would they care if Cain killed Abel? So those are a couple questions to ponder as well. So I hope I've, uh, 
I don't know if I hope I've cleared some things up or caused a little more uh, things for you to question. <laughs> May the Lord bless the speaking of his word. We're dismissed. How old was which one? Oh. Uh, we can find, we, I don't think we can find out at that time, but I think we can find out.